0: Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Mama's podcast, where we encourage and empower moms just like you to raise those babies in the way they should go. Hi, I'm Trudy Lineski, God girl, wife, mama for, writer, blogger, and speaker. I'm super passionate about the next generation. Together, we can lead, guide, and direct them to stand confidently in who God has called them to be. Grab your copy, get comfy let's get started happy monday kingdom mamas i am so excited to have my ogs with me today we are going to talk with some teen girls who are in the midst and the throes of this crazy stuff that's going on in this world and they are going to be catalysts for christ and we are so excited to bring you this movement here in somerset kentucky and we're hoping that this goes global y'all no pressure no pressure, but we are hoping that this goes global. I have here with me, my girl, Annie, I have Asia, I have Lola and our girl, Emily is at work at the good old Phil chick or you might know it as Chick-fil-A. But anyway, these are the girls. When I asked on Instagram, who wants to come alongside me and bring God back to school? These girls were like, mm, I'm in. I don't even know what it takes. I don't know what you're asking of me, but I am in. So without further ado, I'm going to have them introduce themselves. So here goes.
1: Hey, Kingdom Mamas. It's me, Annie. I am 16 years old and I'm a junior and I do go to public school and I play volleyball. I'm in FBLA. I'm in beta and I like to hang out and with my friends on the lake. Nice. All right. Asia,
2: you're up, sister. Hi, my name's Asia and I go to Somerset High School and I play softball and I'm thinking about joining Deca so hopefully that works out and I'm super glad to be on here with everyone and I hope you guys enjoy this.
0: Yeah. Okay, so is amazing. Mrs. Harris is amazing. Um you should do it. Anyway, that's my plug. All right, Lola Cakes Lineski. We're bringing in the tween here.
3: Hi, I'm Lola. I am 12 years old. I'm homeschooled and I love to ride my horses and be the awkward homeschool girl. <laughs> we call her the
0: homeschool girl. We push her out of her comfort zone on the daily and we're like, Mm-mm, you're not gonna be the awkward homeschool girl. You have to go and talk to people. So yeah. So that's why, that's why that came from, huh? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah. All right, ladies, we're going to do a little fire and answer kind of status here. (laughs) Rapid fire questions. I'm going to give them to you and you're going to answer them. So your first question is, how do you stay grounded in Christ? you stay grounded in Christ, Annie's going to go first.
1: Okay. Well, for me personally, I think the biggest thing, especially for anyone who's just starting to get into Christianity or like wants the step on the right foot forward, I think who you surround yourself, Mm. your peers, like the way the people affect you at school, your church, that's a big part of it. If you hang out with people who don't have the same values as you or push you to be more close to the Lord, or to read your word, like it, I feel like it affects you, and it convinces you to stay away from the Lord. You need people, church, you need a good church. I know personally, I struggled finding with a good church. I always was just went to the per- church my parents went to, but I did recently move, <laughs> and I am really happy, because Sundays I used to didn't look forward to them, but now it's like, Oh my gosh, Sunday's <laughs> is just around the corner. Time to hang out with the linesky <laughs> And I think the people who you surround yourself with, especially at school, that reflects how you are as a person. If you hang out with drug addicts or people who do things that they can control not to do, then you're just pushing yourself to be more of a sinner and more away from Christ.
0: Mm that was good that was good Asia
2: personally for me I think that telling others about Christ is what keeps me grounded because I like seeing people or like hear people tell others that I was the reason that they are following Christ it also helps me to move forward and with my faith and personally I think like what Annie said just to surround yourself with people who
0: believe the same. Way you do,
2: and to just give other people a chance, and maybe you
1: might change someone's life.
0: Absolutely, y'all! I'm so proud of you and
1: your answers. Yeah, okay, and the ba- oh, way—no, no, no, well, no, hold on, go oh, ahead. And the bounce off of that, especially if you're getting into the word and you're being serious about it, teaching others is a great way to like. It's it's like the same thing with school. If you teach others the content you're learning, you're learning it more yourself. And then if you teach these people God's word. Then you're just living out his goal. You are being that Christian daughter. Like you are living. He is singing up in heaven. Hallelujah. <laughs> he she is carrying out your his will. Mm-hmm. Lord, that that's an amazing feeling. And like Asia said, that feeling you get to that you're bettering someone else's life is just like such a relief feeling like. Oh, I know I'm going to see you up in heaven. Mm-hmm. And that was you. That's such like a confidence booster. And I feel like the girls, especially nowadays, don't have the confidence they need to, to go around in this world.
0: Absolutely. And we know that confidence, that void that they're feeling in their heart, that confidence can only be filled by one thing. Right. Yes. And what is that? The heavenly father. The, the heavenly father. So y'all are brave. You're brave because, as a forty, almost forty-four-year-old woman, it is hard for me to step out in faith and talk to someone when God has told me to do so. So, how do you overcome that fear that maybe you might say the wrong thing, or maybe you heard God wrong? How do you overcome that?
1: I feel like this has to go back to who you surround yourself, especially when you're not motivated. Like we all have those days; we're human. Like there's some days, Mondays, this Mondays especially, uh, <laughs> you just feel unmotivated to do anything, get out of bed, go work out, or even read your Bible. Like I said, if you surround yourself with people that believe that push you to be better towards the Heavenly Father and to read His Word, then it makes it much easier. Because we all don't know, we have our little group chat.
0: (laughs) We do. We have a Marco Polo where our girls just talk all the time. You know, I have to say, Tim, my husband was just eavesdropping on our conversation one day and he's like, wait a second. Are you talking to them? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh my goodness. These girls are on fire for the Lord. Like this is amazing. This needs to grow. They need to invite their friends. Like <laughs> Everyone needs this. So yes, we have a little group conversation. We're holding each other accountable. That's a great example, Annie.
1: Yes. and And especially, especially on the days where like, you just don't feel motivated. If you just look at this group chat, you'll see girls reading verses to each other, praying for each other. And it's such like mind calmer. That's like, oh my gosh, I can do this. The Mm -hmm. heavenly father's next to me. I need to read my work, the word today. And I I feel like if we're not as active in that, then like it reflects on us. Like we don't read our Bible as much. We're not outspreading his word and we're not living out what he wants us to live out.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's where the enemy meets us, right? Yes. When we're not meeting with the Lord, that, that thought life, something's going to fill that. Right. So we have to be super aware of, of those All right, Lola, how do you stay grounded?
3: For me, I guess it's, yeah, always surrounding, like, myself with people, even though sometimes it is really hard. Like, I know so many girls my age, it's just really hard for them to surround themselves with the right people. They want to fit in and they want to, like be the best and most popular kid out there, but when really they just need the Lord and they just need to talk to him. And if they do that, like they'll find the right people. There are people out there. He like only he, he knows the the friends that the daughters should have. Like he, knows those friendships, and he's going to create them. Yeah,
0: he provides, right? Uh
3: huh. I, I think
0: there was a time where Lola just swore off friends altogether. She's like, Mm-mm, mm-hmm. nope, I don't need friends. I just need my horses. <laughs> but, you know, God continued to just put girls in his path. And, and that's you, Asia, and that's you, Annie, and it's you, Natalie. <laughs> it's He continued to put people in her life that just... Loved on her and showed her like, oh my goodness, I am not a freak because I love Jesus. Oh my goodness, you know Annie comes to church with us and she's worshiping, and and Lola looks at her and like, I want to be like that. Like I want to, I want to be in my Bible. I want to hear what God is telling to me because if 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 God is talking with Asia and God is talking with Annie, He's going to talk to me too. So I need to get in the Word. Asia, did you have something to say? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, honey. I was
2: just going to say that there's always people going through something you're going through so that always gives me the motivation to do things because other people might be going through worse and you can always help them out and work through the same things together.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And if God has put someone on your heart, there's a reason. And I can't tell you how many times that God has just been like go talk to her or send her a text. And then you get a text back saying You have no idea how much I needed to hear that, you know, so those calls to action or those God pushes are there for a reason. And we may never find out what they are. Like you said, like when we get to heaven, God gets to say, well done, good and faithful servant. And you saved this life and you saved that life and you saved this life. And because of you, they walked in faith and they did not walk away. I think that's going to be an amazing day. I don't know about you. So I just pray that we all are obedient in that every single day. Right. Okay. Question number two, what are some of the temptations that you face as a believer, or maybe what are some temptations that you see that your peers around you are facing? How do you find God in that?
1: I guess for me personally, especially for the girls around me, as I said, I was a junior in high school. So I'm surrounded by girls who are feeling guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. Like they're growing up in this society where they get slut shamed, where there's drugs, where there's alcohol, where they don't know their worth. Mm -hmm. And it's like such a discouraging thing to see, especially when you have the Lord by your side and you know what they're capable of. Mm -hmm. Like these girls think they're the most worthless beings ever. And that, but they just need the work, the uh, Lord to like help push them through this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like drugs, alcohol, sex are like big temptations that we as girls see. Like our some of our friends push us towards these things, mm-hmm. and it's hard to say no.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You grow up in a society where girls feel like they have to be this certain way, and yeah, it's hard to break that standard. Mm-hmm. That's what. We're trying to do. We're trying to break that standard. We're trying to put you in the heavenly father standard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And that's the only way we can live life. And I feel like me as a Christian seeing this happen, it's uncomfortable, but it makes you want to fix it even more.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: as a cr- Christian, I think we all struggle with being comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like we're put on this earth to spread God's word. That's what our goal is. And sometimes we get too comfortable where we at and with our friend group. Of course, it's amazing to be in a Christian girl group, but if you only talk to these people, how are you changing the world? How are you spreading God's word?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You need to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to f- make changes. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what people don't realize. Is. I'm actually going off of what my pastor said a couple, <laughs> couple weekends ago. He says. A lot of people would agree that a lot of things God asks us to do are considered inconveniences, but until you're willing to be inconvenienced, you'll not be ready to change. And I feel like we're, we're now going into this society where like everyone's wanting to be that better person of themselves. They're wanting to push themselves either in sports, academics, and they're just, and especially my age group, like we're studying for college we're moving on we're being we're growing up to be adults mm-hmm. and we're all of us are ready to make that change but if you don't put yourself in uncomfortable situations and inconvenience okay. inconvenience yourself we'll just be little girls in a big world and but we always have god behind our back so mm-hmm. and i feel like we need to push ourselves and make sure we as christians who don't and make sure we spread God's word to these people who are scared, hopeless, who think that they don't deserve to go to church, who they think they don't deserve to be with the Heavenly Father. We need to make sure we push ourselves to help them. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't push ourselves, they're just going to be there
3: mm-hmm.
1: go waiting to go into hell's gates. And that's yeah. a bad feeling. And we as Christians, me, Asia, Trudy, Emily, Lola, that's our goal. Like, of course, we can all hype each other up, but our goal is to spread God's word mm-hmm. to people like you, to people who are sinning, the messy people in our world. Mm-hmm. Church is meant for the messy guys. That's the biggest mis- misconception. And church is not meant for perfect people, only the Lord's perfect guys. Mm-hmm. Dress however you want to church. And like, just being there is a big difference. Mm-hmm. It's for. Jesus loves sinners. Mm -hmm. We love sinners. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's a scary thing, but literally we just need to push ourselves. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. I I think a lot of times people think, oh, I've done so many wrong things. I'm not good enough to go to church. And sometimes as church people, we make church seem like it's a place for perfect people. And like Yanni said, there's only one person on this planet who has ever been perfect, and that's Jesus. So uh, we need to welcome those people in. So how about you, Asia? Do you have anything to say about temptations and how to overcome them? Something that I think is like a big problem
2: is social media, because everything on there, like, talks about how you have to fit to a certain standard. And I feel like everyone at some point in time, goes over their boundaries just to fit that standard, even though when that's not like them. And that just puts them in a place where they don't know their worth or they don't know what's left of them. And with God and with good friends and just good motivation, like devotions or reading your Bible, will let you know that you have, I mean, like you're so much more worth than what like social media states and then you'll rely on your Bible instead of social media and then it'll just be annoying and you'll soon find daily things to do with God.
0: Yeah. I think there have been multiple times when my husband has apologized to you all and has said, you know, I'm sorry you're you're growing up in this generation. Like I'm sorry that you have social media. I'm sorry that your standards are set by somebody else's filtrated version of perfection. And if we look behind those pictures of filtered perfection, we see a whole lot of messy, like Annie said. We don't get to see what goes on behind the scenes. And we assume that these people have it all together. So then it causes us to wonder why we're not as blessed as they are, or we're not as gifted as they are, or we don't have what they have, or we're not as skinny as they are. But in reality, that's all, it's all just a facade. It's so with that said, good stuff, y'all good stuff. We know that there's no shame or condemnation in Christ Jesus. And that's what we need to stay grounded in. When those temptations to feel like we're less than that, we're not enough, that we need to go somewhere else to fill that validation. For me in high school it was a it was a boyfriend. Okay? I didn't have love at home. No one loved me at home, so I'm going to go find a boyfriend to fill that void. And I know there are a lot of girls who struggle with the same thing. So yeah, in in our household we we don't encourage relationships with we just don't encourage it. So that looks odd to the outside world. It's like, oh, you don't have a boy or you don't have a girlfriend? Like, oh, there must be something wrong with you. No, I want my kids to be children. I want them to enjoy their life. I want them to know who they are in Christ alone. I don't want them to have to seek anything else to fill that. So good stuff, y'all. Thank you for being so vulnerable. That wasn't easy, was it? Right. Okay. So, um, obviously the Holy spirit convicts us in those moments of temptation, right? We hear, and I talk to my kids about that all the time. We have these voices or these demons (laughs) or the angel on one side, the demon on the other, you see the cartoons, right? And you have a choice in that moment. That's the Holy spirit. Like, are we going to fall into that temptation? Or are we going to listen to God in those moments? And even if we do fall into those temptations, there's grace and mercy in that, but that's a whole nother conversation, right? Hey girl, we are so excited to offer a teen Bible study beginning September 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern standard time via zoom. We are hoping this goes national. We are hoping this goes global y'all. However, we need your help we are not sure what to call this so today on my stories via instagram you can go to trudy underscore Linesky, check out my stories and vote for your favorite name for this movement we're calling this a movement because god has placed us on our heart and we know as a team that these teen girls need a safe place a safe community to be reminded on the daily yes on the daily who they are in Christ to overcome temptations that come their way to believe that there's something other than who God has called them to be anyway if you know anyone who might benefit from this study if you know somebody who needs this study reach out to me on instagram at Trudy underscore Limesky. i will give you all the details there and back to the show Okay, so we're here living in this generation of comparison, of feeling like we might not be worthy. What are some scriptures that you all hold on to? What are I feel like when I am when I have scripture on the back of my brain, I can throw it at any thought, negative thought that comes my way. So what are your go-tos?
1: Okay, before I read my scriptures, I just want to say. I am not the person who has their scriptures memorized. I do not want anyone to take that away. <laughs> I have this all written down. Like it's not word for word, but I have like my scriptures written down for what I wanted to say for this. So I don't want the misconception like, oh, I'm this perfect Christian who has her scriptures all memorized. I am human, guys. Ooh, thank like- you for
0: sharing that. Thank you. I'm- imperfect here. Imperfect. Yes. All, all of us fall short of the glory of God every single day.
1: So I guess my first one is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. And it states, so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Whether that be your relationships with your boyfriend, girlfriend, the people you have in your life, the way you put yourself out there, the way your self-esteem is, do it all for the glory of God. That's like, it's like a mindset. It's like how you should live. If I'm going to go out into public, I'm going to go out into the public for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to embrace myself for what God wants me to be. And I guess that's just a big one to live by. Like, especially when you have those temptations coming at you, it's like in the back of your mind what will be, what will, what's the best way to bring glory to Mm -hmm. God? And I feel like it's like that mindset, like it sets in perspective, especially if you're in a difficult situation. And it's like you're having hard curveballs come at you and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Do I make this decision or this decision? And you really just need to take a breath and be like, what would God want me to do? What will be the best way for me to represent God and just pray about it? Mm -hmm. The one that it's more. I guess home heading for me is John chapter 14, verse eight. And it says, Philip said, Lord, show us the father and that will be enough for us. And I feel like teens nowadays, we take so much things for granted, especially me. Like, like I said earlier, I'm not perfect. I take things for granted. I'm young, dumb and naive, as I guess a lot of the adults would like to call us. and. I feel like we all take for granted what we have in this world. Like we take for granted that Jesus died on the cross for us. That should have been us, but he did. He did it to take away our sins, to forgive us for our sins. And I feel like it just like I puts you in perspective, like, oh, my gosh, that should have been me, not him. He was perfect, not me. And it's like, it's kind of scary too, because it's like, you need to be on top of your game about it, because like, you never want to be ungrateful for the Lord, because he's given us so much, and he's performed miracles that we probably don't even know about our future miracles. Like, he is guiding us right now. He is this little angel sitting on us and telling us how to be that person.
3: How
1: to be, his angel. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right, Asia, what you
0: got, sister?
2: So, like Annie said, like I don't really remember, like memorize verses, like right off the bat. But I do have like a favorite, like book in the Bible, which is John. It talks about like all of his miracles and everything. And anytime, like I need to. Remind myself that God's near me. I just look back and read over verses of all the miracles that He's done because that just still keeps me going. There's been a lot of miracles in my family, and personally, that keeps me going to know that God is here, God is with all of us. And yeah, that whole book is just what keeps me going, basically. And um, I always need to be reminded that He's with me because there's always kinds of temptations facing us since we are teenagers. So that really helps and that's all I have to say about that
0: but yeah I love it John is amazing full of all the good nuggets all right sister do you have something to say Lola's gonna share hers
3: okay of course like I guess this one's kind of a common one it's John 3 16 and always just kind of like keep like I always keep it in my mind like if Satan says oh you're your sins are too heavy. He could never forgive you. I always say, "Hot no. <laughs>
0: then, we
3: play this song, don't we, Lola? What is it? Not today, say. Na, 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 na,
0: na. <laughs> we do. Na, 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 Yeah, we play it all the time. Okay, so John 3, 16. Do we know that one off the top of our head? No pressure. Uh,
3: God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, to that I just die on the cross for to forgive yes. our sins. Amen, amen. Okay, and then another one is like a favorite one is Ruth one sixteen. I actually have it on a bracelet, and it just kind of reminds me. Yeah, it's a good. One. It's
0: actually on a bracelet that one of our very very favorite
3: listeners gave you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is. Philippians four thirteen, and that one I know that one you do is I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength so if I'm ever like nervous or I don't think I can do it I always think well Jesus says I can do this so I have this mm-hmm. yeah I have this So
0: when the lies speak louder than the truth, remind me,
3: I belong to you.
0: I belong to you. We belong to God, right? Do you guys have anything else you'd like to share? What would you say to the mom whose daughter is struggling and she doesn't know how to encourage her in this faith walk?
1: Um, well, I think if I want it as a daughter, especially since a teenager, she's all like, I don't want you in my business. Right. Step away. (laughs) And I feel like you should respect that to a a degree. Mm -hmm. So be supportive from the sidelines, like write sticky notes on her backpack. So in the morning when she wakes up Mm. and she sees this like sweet message, put notes in her Bible for if, especially if she's more into reading her Bible and i feel like s- stuff like that and like telling her she is loved and just like don't be all like oh i'm taking my your phone away from you oh you have zero priv you'll know have no privacy now i'm going to watch you 24/7 mm-hmm. cuz i feel like that makes daughters more reluctant to tell their moms things mm-hmm. you have to be really open minded because after all we are just teenage girls we've made mistakes that you've probably made too <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and maybe I feel like you need to always think back to your younger self and how you thought
3: mm-hmm.
1: and just be there for us. Like, don't enforce it. Like, don't be like, oh, you every Wednesday night, you have to come talk to me for an hour. Yeah. Like, that's just gonna make her more scared of you and not want to be less reluctant to talk to you. This is like something that like she needs to approach to you about. And if you you and your daughter are, are on this like very godly, comfortable level, then just bring it up to her and have a night where you talk about scriptures and problems and how you can help each other out to help resolve these issues. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. That's good stuff. So we don't want to thump you over the head with a Bible because we've yeah. talked about this on the podcast. It's not a good idea. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> it maybe, doesn't work. Maybe, Osmosis. Maybe sometimes it you just kind of feel like you just need to. Yeah. Sometimes.
1: sometimes okay. Maybe a <laughs> little. Yeah. Sometimes you need really just need a good yelling at. <laughs> like I will admit, like
0: not you, Annie. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. No, no I, I don't be- believe it. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Like I remember, yeah. I, was, I was Your having- brother?
0: It was your brother.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. It was. I think it was in middle school. I was having, um, like I was having so much self doubt in school and volleyball, all of the above. <laughs> like this self doubt just radiated everywhere. <laughs> and I remember I was outside practicing for volleyball, and something happened. Like I shanked a pass or some sort. And I was with my dad and I just started crying. You know, I'm like, I'm just terrible. I'm just going to quit. And then he yelled at me. So you're, he was like, you're going to waste all that time just to quit. Get your act together. <laughs> I Like that's that's like every once in a while, though. Don't make that a common thing. Like sometimes you just need a good yelling too. Okay. You know, along with some encouragement.
0: Asia, do you have anything to the mamas who's, you know, I think. A lot of moms have reached out and their daughters are struggling and not only the daughters, the sons too. When you go into school, things are hard and identity is it's all over the place. Who are we? Who are we? So how, how do we encourage as moms? How do we encourage you?
2: I feel like always try to relate to our parents. So I feel like if they actually like talk to us and tell like us what they went through, that we might realize that they could, like, overcome, like, that you could overcome something just like your parents did. Because if they are big Christians now, they motivate you and stuff, then you'll want to be like them. And you'll want to, you'll see their results and you'll believe that there's actual hope to flourishing just like your parents did. I also feel like face, like, whatever we really need, the parents should be, like, really understanding and yeah, that's just my advice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think keeping that open line of communication, there's a fine line between being harsh and being understanding. There's that balance there of keeping keeping that relational trust that, okay, if you're going through something, you can let me know. And I'm here for you regardless. Well, girls, I'm excited. I don't know about you. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah, like we're Jesus, Uh y'all.
1: And if y'all want to join our group chat, feel free. Just send Judy a DM. (laughs) That's right.
0: We are adding on to our little group chat day by day, moment by moment. Invite your girls, invite their friends, come alongside us. We are Jesus freaks together. We stand confidently in who we are because God called us to be. So,
1: any. For my final piece of advice, yes,
0: final piece of advice. Let's hear. Yes,
1: it. for girls like Lola, for anyone, girls especially, keep your standards high and live in the Lord. Yeah, make sure your godly relationships keep those standards high. So that be your boyfriend, your family, your friends. Make sure these people are pushing you to be the best person you can be and pushing you towards Christ. Mm-hmm. And if you have these people in life. And then you're just set up for victory. You're set up to be able to carry out God's word efficiently and you can change people's lives
3: Mm
1: -hmm. and don't care about what that boy thinks. We are all victim to this. (laughs) Don't listen to the
0: boys. They don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) They don't know. They say, you know, experts say you are the average of the five people you hang out with most. So who are those five people?
1: Okay, I like those people. Okay. You're good. You're good. Check. You're good. good. (laughs) Asia, you good
3: girl? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) She is. Mine's my horses. (laughs) Her horses.
0: No, she has people. God put them in her path. Anyway, you guys have any last words? I mean that was your final word, but is there a final, final word?
1: Mm -hmm. Is it do you have one, Asia?
0: Just to stick together
2: we all need to go through everything together. And I mean, when the world ends, the world ends and we all just need to motivate each other.
0: Yeah. You're not alone.
1: You're not alone. We're here. Yeah. And I feel like this is, this can be such a scary thing to put yourself out there. I actually made it a personal goal this year to be like in a good way to be that Christian girl at school, to be like, oh, someone brings me up at school. and like, oh, she's a Christian. Mm-hmm. And if you ever need anything to come talk to her, like that's my goal this year. I want to be more confident in spreading God's word and being more vocal about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a scary thing to come up to someone and just be like, I want to accept Jesus into my life. And I feel it is definitely a very personal question you need to pray over and ask yourself. But talk to people about this. Like, you are not alone. They're, like, it's such a scary feeling to feel like you're alone. But there is other people around you who feel the same ways towards you and want to push you to be a better person. You just need to find those people and open up to them. And it's such a scary thing to do. And especially in a world full of betrayal mm-hmm. and, like, Feeling guilt and Mm -hmm. feeling like, oh, I'm never going to find these people. Mm -hmm. You just need to put yourself in the right places. Go to church. You all will find amazing people at church. And if you don't like your church or you don't feel comfortable at your church or they're just the people you're not vibing well with, go find a church where you feel accepted Mm -hmm. because that's what church is all about. Like today's standards for churches have like, feel it feels like oh, only perfectionists come here. Mm-hmm. sinners are not allowed. and right. if and I feel like the stereo, especially the older churches nowadays I found I feel like oh, you have to dress a certain way on Sundays. Oh, you have to speak a certain way and you have to and it's like kind of like you're punished for all like you're based on your sins. Yeah. And I just want to let you know is you're not based on your sins. Your sins do not define you as a person. Mm-hmm. And we're all sons and daughters of the Lord. And we all need to help each other out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like that's a scary thing to acknowledge and to be able to come up to people and talk about it. But it's something that we have to inconvenience ourselves and make us uncomfortable to be the person who we want to be.
0: Mm-hmm. I think our goal for all of us is to be that safe place. Mm-hmm. For, for those who are imperfect, because we are imperfect ourselves, we sin every day. If we're honest, we sin every day. Yes. <laughs> we we want... are
1: not perfect by no means.
0: <laughs> so in this movement, we just want you all to feel, or teenage girls to feel like they have a safe place, that they're not alone, that God loves them and he has a place for them. And he has a place at the table for them, regardless of what they wear, what they look like. How many followers they have, all those things. All right, thank you, ladies. I love you so much, and I I, I can't tell you how appreciative I am that you're alongside me on this journey. It's going to be beautiful, um, for such a time as this because the world needs you. The world needs the next generation, and you are are our next leaders in Christ. So anyway until next time, kingdom mamas, I hope you found this podcast encouraging. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you want to reach out to me, if you want your daughter included in our Marco Polo, DM me as Annie said, take care. Hey mama, before you go, will you do me a favor? If you found this podcast encouraging and valuable, would you please head over to iTunes, leave a review, and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to connect with you. I can be found on social at Trudy underscore Linesky. Until next time, sweet girl, stand confidently in your calling. You are the mom for the job.